I'm a perfect angel and I've never done anything wrong in my entire life. Hello, George? Oh, yeah, hello, mate. What have I just caught you doing? Just doing my positive affirmations, um, mm. making sure that I remember, but maybe more importantly, everyone else remembers that I've never, ever done anything wrong in my entire life. Mm. And I am, in fact, a perfect angel. How are you? Are, uh, are you a perfect angel, George? I know that in my oh. heart you are. Oh, well, let's leave it at that then. Okay. That's a lovely way to start the conversation and roll credits. Although, for such an angel, um, you sound very hot. You sound like you're down in hell. I am hot as hell. Um, I know, Ollie, you have been... Well, this has been your reality for the last few weeks, hasn't it? Um, but, yeah, I'm sat in my flat in London and I've just come back from a week in, uh, staying at my sister's and I foolishly left the windows shut and it is currently at 7pm. It's 32 degrees here in the big city. Mm. And so I've come into the a furnace, my flat is. Yeah. So uh, for everybody listening, I've got a kind of salmon pink shirt on. Nice. And uh, not much else. Hey! And I'm rock and roll. Well, and, and you would... I mean, if in an ideal world, you would have taken the shirt off, but you need it for the recording equipment. Um, yeah. Well, in an ideal world. Uh, that's an true. Ideal world, yeah. That, no, okay. A, all right. There's a few okay, things. Okay. You've got me. Yeah. You got me. Yeah. yeah Let's okay, be again literal about this. In an ideal <laughs> world, uh, we would be recording this together uh, on a oh. uh, boat. Um, oh. Actually, don't really like boats. Um, in an ideal world, what would we be doing? I suppose in an ideal world, um, wouldn't necessarily have to do podcasts. We'd like have a real job or something. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> just um, kidding, man. This is the only thing keeping joke. me going. And that's just a bit it of is, laugh and joking and fun. It is um, very hot in the UK. And because this is, as you know, Ollie, because it, it's a rare occurrence. What is this? Two or three weeks of the year will be this hot? Mm, um, if that. <laughs> Yeah, very few people have home air conditioning. Yeah. That, it really isn't a thing. Um, but And it's that classic thing of every year when these two weeks raise their ugly head. You start to think. You go like, oh. And you start Googling, well, how much would it cost to have home air Yeah, con? and by the time you've um, done all the research, yeah. it's cold again. By the time you've done the maths. Yeah. yeah it's fucking... You're, Christmas Eve. Well, um, I mean... But I'm hanging on in here, Ollie, and I'm excited to talk to you. I feel as if there's there's a few things I'd like to talk to you about. Don't worry. Oh, I feel not, like I'm in trouble. Books. Okay. No, 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 no. Um, just this week, a few things kind of presented themselves to me, and I was like, oh, I would like to talk to Ollie about that. But Wonderful. Well, First things first, how on earth are you? Well, I don't know if you can tell, but... I've got a little spring in my step because I, mean, I can tell because of the heat situation for you because I feel a sort of kinship. I feel like finally I'm not alone. Um, yeah. And uh, today I've been hard at work doing a few things. Um, I've mm. been uh, getting acquainted with some power tools. Um, and yeah, me and uh, the drill are now on a you know, first name basis, um, mm. and uh, and it calls me its dad because I am the master <laughs> of the drill. Um, no, 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 I don't like that. <laughs> what? I've got a little drill son, and it calls me daddy. <laughs> 
What? You yes. don't like that? You don't no. like that I'm a drill daddy? No, I don't like that at all, and I hate that that name, Drill, oh, drill Daddy. Drill Daddy, hashtag Drill Daddy. Um, um, well, yeah, I I've been because we we've got a record player recently, and with the the amp and the speakers and everything, there's quite a lot of cables that I wanted to to hide, and mm. so I had to drill a hole in the cabinet and. Um, I went in with the best of intentions. I used the special thing that makes sure the hole is a perfect circle. Um, mm-hmm. and then I went, fuck it. And just sort of went a bit there, a bit there. Um, <laughs> and it's now a sort of jagged, I think I've, uh, split the majority of the wood, but mm. those awful, ugly cables won't be in the way. So worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so I've been toiling doing that in the heat. Um, so now coming into the little sweat box to record the podcast sort of feels like mm. cooling down because oh, wow. the drill, I don't know if you know this, you're not a drill daddy yourself, but um, the drill, once it gets going and my little uh, baby drill can really move, um, once it gets going, oh, it gives off a, a, a bit of heat. Um, yeah. It whirs and whirs and uh, it's, uh, I mean, I would say it purrs and purrs. It sings. I love the sound my little baby son drill makes. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm just, I mean, if you're comfortable being referred to as Drill, drill Daddy, Daddy, then so be it. Yeah, yeah well, drill not Daddy. only am I comfortable, I sort of insist on it. Ooh, my, my, I'm melting. I am melting. Yeah, well, Ooh. don't worry, only probably 45 minutes to go, we could do oh, this. Oh, my, my, I tell you what, this really is the world's hottest podcast, and you can Yay. tell that to the press. Yeah. Well, someone um, commented somewhere saying... That our our dynamic is that you're snuggly and I'm too mm. hot, and mm. I thought that sort of worked for our vibes. But then today mm. has happened and it's thrown everything off. I mean, n- neither of us are snuggly. Um, we're both too hot. Yes. Although um, I would say that your reaction to heat seems to be melt into a puddle, whereas. I sort of, I get on fire myself. Yeah, I just, I'm really, I apologise to you, Ollie, just if I keep going, wow, uh, because it's new to me. I'm not, I'm not kind of ready for this. And I haven't been drilling. I haven't been, you know, drill daddy today. So I haven't got the, like, the luxury of cooling down. Cooling down, yeah, after some, well, but you have been traveling across a, a sweaty oh, london mate the central line today i went to the studio today oh, not on your scooter no not on my scooter just, just, you know it, it really is a brave new world out there and i'm you know doing my best to navigate my way through it and um it was murder my friend mm-hmm. and um listen let's just let's hear it. let's start again i'm actually doing really well and i'm looking forward to talk to you i'm just not you're just too hot to this heat. <laughs> i'm just too hot but if i stop talking about that then everything is fine um and yeah i'm very happy to hear that you are in high spirits um yeah um, what have you been up to? I mean, well, um, I am in high spirits right this moment, but I should say... Oh, my God. In- 
<laughs> For the listener, I mean, I hope the microphone picked that up. But oh God. <laughs> what I just heard was George desperately sucking at a, a, a bottle of water. And then there's a, a, a shell of a man, that small voice coming out of you. Oh, my God. And, and involuntary as well. Like, you, you didn't want anyone really to was. hear it. So, oh, oh, God. oh, mate. Do you know what? Sorry, you, sorry. You, you, referring to how hot you are is also making me realise how hot I am. Oh, God. Oh, no. This is... Uh... Okay, do you know what? How about this, George? You, you had a couple of things that you wanted to talk to me about. And maybe if you just start talking about them, it'll take your mind off off your heat. No, 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 because I feel like that will be me really just muscling my way into the conversation. I I want to know how your week has been, genuinely, because I I spoke to you on the phone a few days ago and you seemed... Well, I asked you how you were, but you were kind of out and about and you were like... you, You suggest... It sounded to me as if you were suggesting it was kind of needed some explanation. And, and I guess that is part of, it's, it's never linear, is it? Like right now, you're doing, you're feeling great. Yeah, um, I mean, mostly because you're so hot. It's just made me feel so good. <laughs> yeah, but it isn't, a, it's not a linear thing, is it? It's not, um, yeah. you know, one size fits all for however many days. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean. How has your week been? I would say overall, I've, I'm still, I'm just finding the days very very long i keep getting to to like 6 p.m and thinking really there is this much longer of the day but and just taking it a day at a time i'm quite i i it's always better for me at least instead of waking up and thinking what am i going to do today i think like i i think very soon into the future if that makes sense so i just think like okay you're gonna get dressed now have a shower now and then go out and have coffee or whatever go for your walk whereas if i start to think like oh god i've got this whole day to fill what am i gonna do with it what am i doing with my life blah 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 then i'll just be paralyzed by all that and i won't do anything so i just break it up into into little wee chunks that sounds like a really good way of approaching it because it sounds like a kind of mindfulness it's like well what am i doing right now instead of thinking about what's to come yeah what's the task at hand that's yeah i'm very glad to hear that you're able to do that because i think that it's easier said than done often true and i think it's only through uh, a lot of you know not doing that a lot of um days of you know getting overwhelmed and feeling i guess feeling like well i'm if i'm not gonna do very much today then what's the point in doing anything today Mm. and and then just getting in that kind of mode of that getting stuck in a rut of being static and staying at home and not doing much so so i have come to realize that for me if i just take it you know half an hour at a time and obviously i'm kind of simplifying it i don't literally live like that but in the mornings if i get too bogged down in the day as a whole the big picture then i find it much harder to get up and go so i i have i mean i guess it's the routine thing as well it's like i have a place i go and have coffee i do I walk around every day just to get outside and then I come home and work on stuff and and that just seems to work for me. But then when I get to six, around six, yeah. I'm like, oh man, there's still so much of the day left. 
And there's only, you know, there's only so many podcasts about true crime that one can listen to, especially, <laughs> especially seeing as I'm not sure how I feel about them. I'm, I've, you know, I sort of think they're, I think like, what's wrong with people that listen to it? And then I'm like, yeah, well, I will listen to another though. Um, <laughs> yeah. And also I gave myself this, this was a uh, very strange, but I was listening to a podcast about this self-help guy who ran a sweat lodge in the u.s and um oh. a couple of people a few people died because he had no idea what he was doing and it was very badly run and mm. and in this podcast they have a few people who were in that sweat lodge describing it and i gave myself a panic attack just listening to this podcast because they're like the sound design as well is obviously they're really trying to um, oh. crank up the tension and I was walking around listening to this and I suddenly realized like fucking hell um, this is having more of an effect on me than I kind of thought so I decided to stop listening to that one um, I'm glad to hear that yeah. Yeah, I, someone was someone was telling me about that show recently and I you know when you just make a decision there and then cool, I'm never going to listen to that because that sounds <laughs> to me <laughs> quite sad and, yeah, but and also quite self-explanatory. So dude, ill-informed dude. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, um, but, yeah, but the thing that's interesting to me is like all the, the people that get involved with it are not, you know, it might be easy to think like, oh, I would never do that. But as you hear their experiences, you're like, you realise how rational people can do irrational things that's the mm. interesting part but to sum up too scary couldn't listen to it yeah, too scary too man. scary for drill daddy yeah um oh god regret well mate i'm th th that um yeah I, I, I feel as if what you're explaining is what a lot of people and myself included struggle to do at times and so if you're able if you're finding yourself able to do that then good on you yeah def um, it definitely helps me a lot um mm. and if you if you think back to last week when we recorded how are you able to kind of i don't know if this is a healthy or productive thing to do but like kind of analyze how you were feeling then more clearly now with some distance from it i think i don't know i mean like you said it's this it's because it's not a linear thing and it's not necessarily rational. There's just highs and lows. And that was a particular, that was just sort of a day where I was feeling particularly low. Um, mm. And also it was because I kind of have these phases and when, when it first starts to happen, it's kind of like I've forgotten all the things, all the things that I would do to, to make myself feel better for example like what i was just describing it's like i forget all that and it takes me a couple of days to to get back into that so it's like it no it knocks me down for a bit and then i'm like oh yeah you can you can take back a bit of control and i don't know yeah. maybe i do that because i i start to feel a bit better so i feel able to do that or maybe it's just after day three or whatever some kind of autopilot kicks in i don't know what it is but it's just yeah it's just kind of phases and i don't know i i feel like because last week i felt particularly low on that day and i sort of had a day of just feeling like that and didn't do anything really apart from record a hit podcast world's hottest podcast world's hottest podcast god i'm hot oh fucking hell's hot um <laughs> <laughs> but but i just you know i mean people say this all the time but like sometimes you do just need a day of doing of doing nothing really um do you do you find that although 
the show, our podcast, I think, hottest helped podcast. both of us. World's hottest podcast, phone a friend with George Ezra and Ollie and Yeah, um, with George Ezra and that, his friend as the as the tabloids like to. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they start adopting drill daddies. So oh yeah, that like, would be George, good. Yeah, that would be George great. Ezra um, tells his uh, friend drill, <laughs> drill daddy. <laughs> yeah, that would be really good. George Ezra um, strips down during podcast with close friend <laughs> drill daddy. <laughs> Um, I would really love that. Um, um, do you? Th- because the show has helped both of us a lot. I think just just sitting down and talking to one another is is just on a selfish and personal level for us an, an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. But do you think that on the days where you're not feeling good, you're able to kind of not like it? Can the podcast, the idea of recording it later in the day, become something that's looming over you? A, a little bit, but. I think it's because of the expectations I put on it rather than any it's like it's like you know I get worried about having any anything like useful to say beyond I feel like shit and mm. I think I need to you know realize that I probably never have anything useful to say and people aren't coming to this podcast necessarily for um our deep wisdom um, and in fact, a few people emailed since the episode came out saying that it's gonna, it's part part of the show is going to be that, and we've said this before, but when, if someone's having a bad day or a bad week, that, you know, basically we shouldn't force ourselves to try and be like entertaining or whatever. I mean, some people might disagree with that, but, um, yeah. but I just mean... I think the, the reason it looms over me is because I feel like I have to pretend that I'm not feeling like that. Yes, Where, which you never which do, I, because yeah. I think just documenting our, you know, our days, weeks, and I don't know, that's that's all it needs to be. The other thing is that, you know, there's a you make me laugh an awful lot, and that's a beautiful thing, but it's not it doesn't have to be the crux of the show. It's it's that wasn't the idea of like, oh, let's start a show that it makes people laugh. I don't, does, does that make sense? Well, I mean, there's nothing funnier than someone just slowly <laughs> telling you, I am tr- struggling to speak today. <laughs> yeah. Um no, but I do, yeah, just I yeah. think yeah. I mean, you've you've said it very. We don't have to turn it on, as it were. Um, no. I mean, fortunately, today I got that little boost just by finding out that you're so hot and uncomfortable, and that just really put a smile on my face. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? For anyone listening, you don't know just how true those words are for Molly. That is how his mind works. Uh, um, well, one thing I wanted to thank you for was you put on. Um, the phone a friend Instagram page. You asked our lovely listeners what they do and what they turn to when they feel as if they need to look after themselves. Clear their head. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it really kind of I don't know. It helped me because it, it made me stop and go. Well, yeah. Ha- what is it you do to look after yourself when mm-hmm. you need it? And do you do that often enough? Actually, mm-hmm. if you, if you think about it, and should it be something? This is me asking me. Is it something you should turn to, George, <laughs> when when you're panicking, uh, and or, sh- or or when not necessarily panicking, but when it's panic stations, when yes. it's all gotten too much? Why isn't it something that you build into, regardless of how you like feel? Like a daily practice. Re- 
Yeah, if not, you know, I was speaking to somebody recently in, in true George style. I was like, yeah, I'm going to start running. So that'll be uh, however many runs per day. You know, I'll have to fit, fit that in every day. Uh, and they were like, whoa, what the, what are you talking about? Like, just aim for two or three a week. Aim for two a week. And like, and if you don't make two a week, that's not a bad thing. Just start introducing it to your time. Nah, all um, or nothing, mate. Feast or flood. I know. I know. Feast or flood. Um, Feast. I quite like feast, feast or flood. Or, feast or famine, flood feast or, or famine. drought. <laughs> feast or um, flood. Uh, but it's, yeah, it made me think and I, and I thought, well, what is it you do, George? And I, I will often do the no screens thing. Yeah. That, that like kind of features quite heavily when I'm trying to look after myself. And yeah, just, just I like turning the lights down. Am I right? Uh-huh. Light like a couple um, candles. Yeah. And having a read you know what's it what's that going to do it's not going to do much other than just slow you down a little and that's and that it for me that that's what i need in those times mm-hmm. and i was really grateful that you asked that question and i was very grateful for people's because although they weren't suggestions i was able to look at them as suggestions like oh yeah like i could try yeah. that for sure i think that's i mean part of the reason that i put it there was one because other people can can see them and be like oh maybe i'll try that but also as as you said it would hopefully make people think what what is it i do what is the thing i reach for when i'm when i can feel myself going a certain way and like you said maybe it would be better if we could uh if it didn't have to be a last resort kind of thing which is what i've i'm trying to do routine wise because i know that going for a long walk and getting outside i could just tell that the days i don't do that are far worse than the days i do um and i ain't no doctor no scientist no nothing but uh let me tell you that uh, them's are facts and Mm. so i do that every day so i guess i am kind of building it into like a daily practice thing rather than just doing it when i'm feeling particularly bad but Lots of people were suggesting, well, not suggesting, but just giving the answers of things that are very sort of tactile, like using your hands. So there's lots of, and George, I know where your mind's going, please. Oh my goodness gracious me, keep that forked tongue in your mouth because honestly, some of the stuff you come out with, I it would, you make God no. blush. You make God blush. Do you know the first thing that came to my mind was, you know, at school, those things you, you made out of paper and you went like one, two, you put four fingers, like <laughs> yeah. your thumb and four fingers Well, that's in, how you really clear your options. head. <laughs> no, when you said do stuff with your hands. I that's was like, the oh, yeah. first thing you <laughs> thought of. <laughs> Yeah. Interesting. But like, yeah. you know, playing musical instrument. Um mm. and so many people it was like craft stuff like sewing and crocheting and knitting and all that stuff that like because you have to sort of concentrate on that thing which will help you not to necessarily have your mind going so fast thinking about a thousand disparate things at the same time and there was so much of that and then there was also the and you know know, absolutely if this works for you go for it but there's the the stuff that i just can't relate to because i can't relax like that but people who just go and lie down somewhere for a bit and like not think about anything and i'm like yeah but that's the bit how do you not think about stuff Mm. and people who people said like i just go down to the beach and just lie down at the beach and uh, the beach for me is well one i think we've talked about this there's too much sand Mm. and it's (laughs) imported 
Uh, oh, sorry, it's on loan. And just like my girlfriend can lie there and no headphones, nothing, just lie there and just enjoy, be at peace with the world. I wish I could do that, but it ain't me, babe. Um, no, 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 no. No, it ain't me, babe. And... And like people would just have baths with candles, just lie there in the darkness. I, the, I would be terrified of that. Do you know what this has just made me think about? Which happened those, yeah, today, those about, the things from school with ago. the paper. No, no. Um, that, when I came home, so I live. Uh, uh, there's probably somewhere between seventy, sixty, and seventy stairs to get to my flat, right? Mm. Um, and thick legs. I realised, yeah, well, I was at the bottom of them today and I started to climb them and I started to do something that I do every time I walk up steps, which is count them, hmm. right? And that is... You'd think you'd be uh, be able to put your finger on the number a bit better. Well, no, no, well, no because I, I get... By the time I'm at the top, I'm annoyed at myself for doing it. So I'm, I'm always hmm. like... And then it becomes like a force yourself to stop it. I don't like... I see, yeah. Just... Uh, and then by the time... But I have no tactic to stopping other than the fact that I get so frustrated with myself that I'm like, oh, you didn't count them. (laughs) You didn't count them because you were so busy chastising yourself, being cruel to yourself. So I started to count one, two, three, in my head. And then I was like, dude, just, you know, although this isn't, the world won't stop spinning because you're doing this. It is frustrating that still at 27 you're doing this. So why is it that you have such a, a desire to to stop it is it because because it doesn't feel like there's anything um if this is one example of many things that i do that okay that's what i was going to say is it part of a pattern rather than this like yes not this necessarily the stairs thing no no so and it's um it just feels in the grand scheme of things that you know i habitually do that is a small one and so it feels to me like a good place to start well come on what if this thing because i'm not that um this is really good for me to actually think about out loud because I've, I've not spoken about it out loud, but it's not the be all or end all, this particular one of mm-hmm. me doing it. So it's like, it, it's there. Anyway, and I just started to, say I got, you know, six stairs up or whatever. I was just like, just focus on your breathing for a second. Mm. Just And then by the time you've inhaled and exhaled once, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm at nine <laughs> or eight. Yeah. And if I don't know that, my options are either to go down and start again <laughs> or just accept that I don't know and it's done. Yeah. And so if I can remember, but then then I thought, uh, uh-oh, this could become that now every time you put your foot on one step, you Have a focus breath. on your breathing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, you might get to a point where you would have just rather count them because <laughs> you'll be... <laughs> So well, it will be it will be breathing. exhausting if you're yeah. like you know at Finsbury Park those steps if you're trying to do yeah, those. Yeah. Covent Garden. I mean, I suppose. Oh God, yeah. Oh God, don't yeah, get me I started. Covent Garden's an example where I will do it, and it's and and what pisses me off is that a lot of them have started telling you how many steps Yes, I was going to say. And I'm like, oh come on, yeah, I'm, let me, uh, <laughs> let me work it out, <laughs> let me, man. Um, yeah. So I th- there is probably nothing in that, but it was just that it happened today that it felt like a good thing to kind of um, well I, uh, it's, to, to come off the back of that. But it's interesting that thing you say of it because it's like it's not a huge problematic thing that is yes. you know ruining your life or anything. So it's kind of a yep. safe place to try and 
and yes. experiment with like, okay, how can I stop myself doing this? Because mm. it's a small one. Um, mm. I, I mean, okay, we don't want to just get into like, uh, here's, here's a sort of strange thing I do, but I notice when I leave the flat and walk down the stairs, there's like a certain, there's th- three flights of stairs and there's one, when I round the corner of one of them, I every time have the same thought that I left the door open every single time. Mm. And every time it's like a real effort to not go back and check because it's close enough that I could go back and check easily, but I don't want to let that part of that little thought win. And for a long time, well, well, still a lot, I will allow it to sort of, I'll be because I'll, I'll then... Oh, it's such defeat, isn't it? When you run back up, you yeah. see the door shut, and you're like, yeah, yeah you knew I knew it. Yeah, of course shut. I shut the door. Yeah. You know, I, I left the flat <laughs> and I shut the door. Of course I fucking did. Um, but but the worst bit is, I mean, I remember, I can think of a few times where I've been like, ah, you definitely shut the door and then leave and start to walk down the street and then you get like properly far away mm. and then you think, ah, I have to go check and I've gone back oh. and those times are the real, uh, I sort of, yeah. I always like pretend to go in the door, even though no one's watching, but I always like go inside <laughs> like as if I've forgotten something. Um oh. But it's just, yeah, all these little things, these little patterns, and a lot of them you can do without even noticing it. And then as soon as you notice it... uh, Yes. But the thing, the the reason that... Something that I've noticed this week, actually, was that although I've been saying I've been doing great for the last few weeks, that's true. But throughout every day and all these weeks, there has been these repetitive thoughts, but just so dull. Mm-hmm. The, the, the nature of the like flavour of the month, as I always call it at the moment, mm-hmm. is it's not that bad. I can kind of, it's just a bit, ugh, oh, you again. And, <laughs> but, and so it's not really much to talk about but then i I kind of it's all part of the same thing isn't it it's kind of like it's not really the subject of the thoughts i mean obviously i'm sure that some are more maybe more distressing than others or whatever yes but it's the whole kind of routine that your brain is going through these patterns that's the the issue as it were i mean that sounds harsh but you know what i mean um and so even when it is a smaller thing, like it's, it's just, it's still the same process going on. So the, the, um, the other thing that um, we spoke about the other day and something that just stood out to me this week um, was, so I've been back at my sister's this week and it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, just, um, just time, her place is just, I find it very relaxing. Mm-hmm. And so um, we were watching this program on Netflix together each night um, called Love on the Spectrum, mm-hmm. or the Spectrum of Love or something. And I'd, and there's, it's similar to a program in the UK called The Undateables, but it's it's different. So, so it follows and documents dating within the autistic community. And, mm-hmm. and what what's amazing in this Australian adaptation of the of the program? It's so informative, and they interview existing couples that have autism, and they talk more in depth to the families of the autistic people. Mm-hmm. And they on one of the episodes, one of the dudes uh, was out on a date with his partner, and they were one of these pre-existing couples, which is like 
I think that's an eye-opening thing for me, anyway. But he. What do you mean? Um, what do you mean pre-existing? So, so they Not they were couples the before the show. Okay. Yeah, they they are. We they weren't are, match made or whatever as part. No, of the no, show. no, no, no. So that so and that to me, I think, is a really helpful part of the show. And but this one dude, he was kind of saying how he experiences extreme anxiety, and it's when he talked about. Um, when things change and mm. how change is something that if planned then it can be completely managed and, and enjoyable and all of that but it's when it's uh, a sudden change yeah um, and one of the examples was he was down at the pool hall in this bar um, to take part in this pool competition and he went down with his girlfriend and there was more people in the bar than most weeks because there was a football game on mm. and um, it was a really I don't know, you really felt for him. It mm. was a really beautiful part, like, bit of TV because it was it was done so well that it conveyed so well how this guy was feeling. Mm. And it made me just... I don't know. The, the show in itself is really, I think, informative and uh, emotional at times and funny at times. Um, and it, all of those things are balanced really well. And this And the same guy had a moment where he was on holiday with his partner and was on cloud nine. And then something happened that wasn't how he had planned it. And mm -hmm. just watching it um, change. And I felt for him so much because yeah. it's, it's something that is you recognise in people you love and, and, and yourself. It's like that. Yeah, actually, he's been given a platform to explain what it is. And then it, it becomes... I don't know, Matt. I don't know what it is I'm trying to say, but I just I thought the program was done brilliantly, and I would recommend people watch it if they can. Um, I, I think I just yeah that thing about change, planned change, and sudden change because obviously those are the two. Those they're very different, and mm. I've never really thought about it like that because lots of people say say things like oh i don't like change or or mm. they do like change or whatever but it not all change is made equal um mm. and even that example of you go to the pool hall and it's much busier than you were anticipating stuff like that can kind of trigger set me off big time as well mm. and especially if it's somewhere you i'm assuming he kind of knew this pool hall and it was a re mm. regular place that he went to and there's something kind of that disconnect where you're like somewhere where you feel like you should feel comfortable but you don't and then mm. you start at least i'm talking for myself but you start to think like why what's wrong with me that i can't feel all right in this space i remember that when I used to, when I would have panic attacks at home in my flat, I would be like, what do I do now? Because usually I'm somewhere else and I go home and now mm. I'm home and uh, there's nowhere else to escape to. And that's, I mean, you know, escaping is just avoidance anyway. So, but yeah, it's just a lot of that Sorry, I'm just going to say, once again, I'm very hot. Um, a lot of that <laughs> yeah. thing is is about the cha change you can manage and change that suddenly feels like you cannot. Yeah, but I've, I've had it in the past with friends and relationships I've been in where it's, I can almost seem neurotic in the amount that I've chosen to plan into something. Mm -hmm. but, but it was just a very... Uh, uh, 
these people on this show, I just think did an amazing job of sharing what it was they felt and experienced day to day. And I found it inspiring and helpful. Mm. Um, and therefore, that gets two at thumbs least up. two thumbs up for me. At yeah. least. Yeah. At least. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been watching probably less wholesome stuff to go along with the, the, the sort of crime podcast. I've been watching a few crime documentaries. So during the day, I've got someone in my ears, an Australian man, telling me about ways to dispose bodies. And, oh, beautiful. And then at night, I relax with a TV show you know, about sort of ways to dispose bodies. Um, I just want to be clear, Ollie, it's not instructional. <laughs> it's not like, uh, you yeah. know, it's not telling you how to do it. Um, to, can I just say again, Ollie, I know it's just because it's on my well, mind, but there hot, was another, yeah. no, in either episode one or two of this show, there is a date going on of two people that are meeting for the second time. And um, it's a, a man and a woman. And the woman says at one point, I'm just going to, she kind of breaks that fourth wall and speaks to the cameraman or the producer and says like I need to take a minute mm -hmm. and the date that she was on then goes after however long I don't know 5, 10 minutes 15 minutes and this is a new experience for him but he goes and comforts her in such a just beautiful way and says like look if this isn't right right now then don't worry like I've brought your bag over for you I really enjoyed seeing you if tonight's not right then let's do it another time and she mm -hmm. just and there was something about the honesty of the interaction yeah. that I was like Fuck, man. Like, I, th that was just handled so well by both people, actually. It's a situation that's less than ideal, but they've both just done what's right for themselves and for the other person. And I, I was just like, I get quite involved when watching TV, so I was going, fuck it, come on! <laughs> come on! <laughs> Punching the air. Yeah, if, that's it, man. I, just very good. I would re I'd recommend to you and, and or even a friend. Even a friend? So yeah. me and then separately, you would also recommend yeah. it to a friend. Okay, brilliant. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, well, I'm just hot. No, not that. Well, I am. Absolutely. Yeah, 100% I am. Um, I'm just thinking about... Okay, so a couple of things happened to me this week that I, I don't want to make light of, but it is sort of classic that it would happen to me. Um mm. And twice in the same day. Uh, two strangers exposed themselves uh, in front of me no within half an hour. No way! Seriously. The first exposure, I was sitting at a cafe having a coffee outside. I had my headphones and I was looking at my laptop and I sort of noticed a commotion and I looked up. And again, this is why I don't want to make light of it because one, this individual clearly... It's got some stuff going on, and I hope he gets the help he needs. And he also, you know, there, there are lots of people around and pretty traumatic for everyone involved. But classic uh, that it happened to me. Ha ha ha. Very funny. Um, he was, how do you say, his hog was out. Uh, he had his oh, hog okay. out. Brilliant, yeah, okay. um, fantastic. And he, someone had left a, uh, there was a plate with some brunch like egg stuff on it, and he lift, he picked up the egg and he smeared it all over himself while staring me in no! the eyes. Um, so wow, and then so I sort of finished my coffee. Well, the guy ran off and people called the police, whatever. I finished my coffee and I started to walk home. Um, and then it happened a different person, I should say, a different person, um, 
I looked up and they were just exposing themselves in the middle of the street. And this time there was, you know, not much egg-based stuff. This was sort of more old school, just straight up. And I... More of an a- analogue. This was a very analogue exposure. Um, yeah. And I just thought, it is strange that lots of these we sorts of things seem to happen. Yeah, it's strange uh, that human beings wear clothes, man. Sorry, I did think that's what you were going to say. No, I was just going to say, I mean, come on, two, <laughs> twice, in within half an hour, I was texting my girlfriend, and she just simply did not believe me. Um... I mean, she did eventually, but it's quite, um, and and it was an it was an interesting Sunday. I've just got such an image of you just bumbling around Barcelona, <laughs> and you've got old men throwing bird feed. But at exactly, you that's this is what I'm you saying. The C word. Got someone? Did you say you knew the first guy with the X? No, and you don't no. really think that I did say that. I did not. I didn't look up, see him smearing the egg, and go, Dave. So I couldn't remember if you said you did or not. Um, yeah. I just, I've got such an image of you, you know, struggling through Corduroy. Barcelona. And I've, yeah, corduroy up to the nines and just, you know, I hope, oh God, I'll, I'll have to, um, I'll, I'll send a thought out for you. Oh, tomorrow. good. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to sort of get that out there because that is probably the main thing that happened to me this week. And, um, it's just, it's just nice, isn't it? For, it's nice you know, to think about. Yeah, for, for, I once heard... What was it? Because I once heard... What was it? Somebody said something like, variety is the spice of life. And I I feel like if you can remind yourself of that... That's lovely, actually. I've never heard that. That's lovely. Yeah. Oh, that's actually stunningly gorgeous. Did we we get any emails this week? Oh, my goodness gracious me. Yes, we did. (laughs) Variety is the spice of life. That's really nice, actually, to think about. (laughs) And it and it makes complete sense within the conversation we were having. It kind of ties everything up really well. Oh, I'm losing my fucking yeah, mind. Yeah, no, here. God, I'm hot. So let's let's get to the let's get the messenger boy and his well, look, gorgeous well, horse. Should we just do one email? Because I'm liable to melt any minute now. Yeah, all right, all right. Um, oh, fucking me. <laughs> Email for you, my lord. News from the East, sire. This email's just come in, my lord. Oh, God, it's fucking hot. It's fucking hot. Yeah. Okay, the messenger boy um, has come over. Jackson's looking like the the temperature's getting to him as well. So my poor, beautiful Jackson, I, uh, here, have this nice ice-cold water. Messenger boy, hands off. Yeah. This email is from Anna or Anna... Yeah, yeah, it's the name Anna. It's the common name Anna. Hello, boys. I was driving home last night after a lovely day with my brother at the river. That does sound nice right now. Oh, God, George, imagine getting in the river right now. Um, After writing an exam and I was listening to your latest episode while the sun was setting. Oh, what an image. I just wanted to say that you guys talking about Shrek made my heart overflow with love and nostalgia, as it was also one of my favorite movies as a kid slash teenager. I still enjoy watching it now from time to time. Just the image of the sunflower fields and Shrek and Donkey donkey walking through the landscape with a proclaimer song in the background. Oh, 
The music is amazing. Oh. Also in the second one, Accidentally in Love and Funky Town. And then Anna tells us when, because remember, we were talking about Hallelujah appearing in the film. Uh, I'm afraid to say you were wrong about the scene uh, because oh. you said it, it, it was actually Shrek is alone in his swamp and Fiona is alone in Farquaad's castle. Yes. Because Shrek has sort of sent Fiona's way because he thought that Fiona refer, referred to him as like an ugly monster, but she was actually mm. talking about herself. Um, uh, heard there was a thank you very much. Anyway, this email is not entirely about Shrek, but Anna does say, may I suggest you start a second podcast called Shrek and Friends or Phone a Shrek, where Ooh. you just talk about <laughs> Shrek. Don't send <laughs> yes. me! Yeah. Um... I also wanted to say I 100% agree with the email from last week about how your podcast is so enjoyable because of the laid-back atmosphere. Laid-back, hot and sweaty this week. Ha ha ha, I'm really uh, hot. Natural conversation and joking around while covering certain topics around, uh, regarding mental health. The possibility of... Oh, I also like it... Oh God, I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I also like it when listeners respond to certain themes and send in their emails. The possibility of conversation with and through you guys is great. I'm happy that you read out George's email and covered body dysmorphic disorder and eating disorders in men. I myself struggle with several types of eating disorders and have since I was 13. And while I've come across... While I have come across many girls that struggle with eating disorders, I know just as many men that have slash had similar struggles, and it's true that it's talked about less, which is a shame. So it's great that you guys take part in starting that conversation. I've heard several men saying, you know what, I think I was struggling with eating disorder X at that point in my life. I feel like men themselves consider it rather a woman's problem too, like Ollie said, and therefore recognize it less or don't see it as an option to deal with it through a professional. Anna says, I hope I don't disregard any men saying this. I'm just talking about my experience. Thank you guys for being here. Anna from Germany. I also got scared before because of the sound Jexton makes coming from one side and galloping to the other. Um, <laughs> yeah. Listen, Jexton is a, a, a very friendly... Pup. What, what would you call... Yeah, pup. Um... <laughs> Thank you very much for that, Anna. I mean, I have to say that the image you're conjuring of... Oh, the river. The river, listening to the episode oh. with the sun shining, you've, uh, the sun setting, you just had a good day with your brother down at that gorgeous ice-cold river. Um, mm. And yes, we've had a, a few emails about kind of responding to George's email, but they have actually asked to not be read out. So obviously I'm not going to... Uh, but I just wanted to say that it had a, it did have a big response, and every in every single one of them, the people were thanking George for being so. Uh, not you, George. Other George. No. Um, this was George, the the lookalike engineer. That George. That poo pooed on the belt of plenty. Yes. So, George know, mixed with, towards George. Well, no, George with good taste. Um, good taste, good intentions, and a very bright I knew you were going to say bright future. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, I'm happy that reading that out has, has got a, a response. And and of course, you know, not it hasn't just been men responding to that. Um, George, when you yes. caress your neck, just sort of caress your neck now, do you feel oh. a film of sweat? Yeah, and I feel my... I don't need to go into it. Okay, yeah. stockpiles are dwindling, my lord. Yeah. So Stockpile. 
bundling leash. So I think we we're gonna say from our warm hearts mm. out to you listeners. Thank you very much for listening. If you would like to get in touch with the podcast, you can follow the Instagram at phonafriendpod. And George, what else can I do? You can email us. Uh, it's contact at phonafriendpodcast.com. Amazing how he can just turn it on. <laughs> this is a guy um, who seconds ago was mumbling, fucking hell, fucking hell, I'm so hot. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, I'm hot. I mean, we've probably cut all that out, but he was saying yeah. a lot of things about how hot he is. Yeah. Um, well, look, Ollie, I've really loved this week's chat and um, thank you for putting up with the heat where you are. And I think we can all agree, a brave young man. Oh, so brave. Putting up with the heat. Yeah. Um, and thank you to all of our listeners and a lot of talk this week about our Australian um, brothers and sisters. So lots of love going out to our brothers and sisters in Canada. And I cannot <laughs> wait for next week. That's cruel, man. Okay, well, I will. I'll. Okay, George has sent his love to Canada. I'll send mine uh, to our Antipodean. Antip uh, Australia. Uh, to Australia. And New Zealand, yeah. why not? Although yeah. I know I had, you know, they're different places. I yeah. want to make clear they've got their own distinct identities, so I'm not trying to lump you all in. Um, my lord, George, get yourself in front of a fan and I'll see you next week. Oh, all right, mate. See you later. Bye-bye. Dwindling, dwindling, dwindling. <laughs> <laughs>